Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. My name is Dwayne Staten, and I want to thank you for tuning in for another episode. This podcast is meant to help those toward the path of forgiveness, for the ones who have been hurt, heartbroken, forever changed by something that was said or done to them, which changed their mindset, the course of their relationships, their future, and even their life in general. With this podcast, I speak about the lessons I've learned from forgiveness, and I give it to you, the audience. Guess who's Bazak? For real this time, it's not temporarily. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm back. Uh, my wife and I have moved into our new home. We settled, I celebrated my birthday. It has been a great ride and I appreciate all the patience that you've given. I've been wanting to make some episodes for you, but like I said before, with the moving, it was a lot. And honestly, I needed a quick break. And now that I got one, it's oh it's so refreshing i encourage you all to really just take a quick breather from your work from everything i'm telling you it's it's a blessing so to welcome you all back i had an interview with a good friend of mine his name is jonas bull who is a anthropologist technologist podcaster ultra runner and terrible guitarist (laughs) he said his reason for being is simple to present knowledge to others in a way that makes them think He believes that's important, but dangerous, and he wants to inspire people to have ideas. He's the owner of Toro Strategic, host of the Education is Painful podcast, and co-host of the Noonish Sports and Tech Show. He came today with a story of how he had to forgive himself and how he had to get past his self-destructive tendencies. When I tell you this interview was amazing, it was amazing. So please... Enjoy this interview. You'll learn something from it. Also, it for the new listener and for the existing listeners, please leave us a five-star written review. It helps the podcast get more reach. And without further ado, here's the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Power Forgiveness Podcast. My name is Dwayne State, and I have a good, good, friendly guest with me, Mr. Jonas Bull. Say hello, sir. Hey, good morning. Yeah, man. Good morning so, and uh, good, good life. Yes. So funny story. We met through a, would you say a course? Yeah, a course about how to better our podcast. And I just spoke on my pod, spoke about what my podcast was. And he said he was interested in being a guest. And I said, please come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think mean, that, I think that course has turned into as much of a, a support group as it is a, a course. Yeah. And honestly, I think we all need that. We all, you know, need that. So shout out to Veronica Abrams for creating a space for that and definitely helping us out because, you know, I have a lot of questions, but um, definitely thank her for that. So tell the people about yourself. <laughs> Well, so I am uh, Jonas Bull. Uh, I'm the, uh, I guess, the executive director or whatever, whatever title I want to give myself of uh, Toro Strategic, which is an information consulting company. And uh, recently, last couple of years, I started uh, working with a good friend of mine, Jonathan J.A. Anderson and uh, Mark Clayton, formerly of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, doing a, a podcast, uh, that one, Noonish, <laughs> Noonish Sports and Talk, uh, 
and um, that's uh, that has been an awesome experience uh, where we, we you know we talk about sports and technology and oh yeah there we go fellow oh, Ravens yeah. fan fellow Ravens <laughs> right fan on, so as right soon on. as you said that I said I gotta bring yeah. this out yeah, that is that has been that's been a great great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I've just learned so much from those guys and from from the guests that we've had on, and uh, and then I've recently started uh, a podcast uh, called Education Is Painful uh, about uh, hard lessons learned from uh, somebody who always learns their lessons the hard way. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, and so like we, we've one. had some good stuff. Uh, latest latest episode drops actually uh, as we're recording this with uh, Vince Pacenti, uh, Olympic uh, downhill skier. Nice. Oh, goodness. I'm going to definitely put a link in the show notes for that for to y'all to catch that because I want y'all to catch on to that because whew, that tagline, that hit me. <laughs> I'm going to check that one out. So here's the question that I have for you, just icebreaker. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Huh. The best piece of advice I've ever been given. Um, don't eat the yellow snow. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. Oh, man. <laughs> seriously, I, I think, uh, you know, I think that the best advice I, I ever get is, is constantly being updated because I'm mm. constantly getting new, new input from, from all these different people. Yeah. But uh, I think, I think one of the best things I've ever heard was, was from a guy uh, who does a, uh, has a, like a sustainable farming thing and pushes that to, you know, like to do like urban gardening and things like that. Yeah. And he was asked uh, once, uh, you know, well, how do you, how do you, well, how does that fix this problem? How does that fix this problem? And he, you know, and, and he said, I said, look, man, we don't have to fix every single problem to start fixing some of the problems. Mm. And that was like, and he just popped that off offhand. That wasn't like a, a thing that he says all the time or anything, but it just blew my mind when he said that, because I was like, we spend so much tra- time trying to get everything perfect before we do something that nothing ever gets done. And if mm. we just start with, look, here's, here's one thing I can fix. Yeah. And, and fix that. And like do that. it. Then we can start fixing some stuff. I like that. I like that. That's a good one. I like that one. For and me. It was, that's what, it was just such my, it was so mind blowing to me because he just rattled that off as a, you know, almost, you know, like so somebody was kind of badgering him a little bit about, well, how's your sustainable farming going to fix this problem? And he's like, look, man, you don't have to fix everything to start fixing something. Yes. And I feel like, honestly, that's that's life. We try to right. fix everything. Right. We try to fix everything. Get we it can't, all just right. Exactly. If we de- can't fix any everything. You know, we get frustrated, depressed. So yep. get that. For real. For, for me, the best advice I was given, this is probably given to the general populace, but I'm gonna say Tyler Perry. Um, he won an award and he said, 
a lot of people are upset because a certain award show didn't include them. They weren't invited to the table. So I decided to create my own table. And that really hit me because a lot of times we're waiting for other people to create what we want or them to do what, you know, will help us right. up. And in times like we have the power, we have the ability, we have the creativity to create our own stuff. And that really yeah. got me because there are times I would sit there and watch a TV program and say, yeah, I would write it this way. Or why don't they do it this way? And then I'm just like, <laughs> why not? I can create something that'll do that. So honestly, when I, when I heard it's like, you know, to go out and create your own, change the game. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Change the game. Cause you know, cause you know, that game that somebody else set up, they set that up. They set that game up so they can win. They didn't exactly. set that game up so you can win. Yeah. Yes, sir. They did. <laughs> oh my God. That's see that that's advice right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So thank you for that. And I'm again, I'm really glad that we connected. I really did because I wanted you yes, to have, be on the show for the for a while, but the, but you know, life happens. You know what I mean? Now that I have you on, you know, I know you have a story about forgiveness, and I want you to just please tell us your story. The floor is yours, sir. Okay. Well, um, you know, first first of all, and I know you've done this before, uh, but uh, just to review the you know the definition of forgiveness is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone. Uh, you know, like for an offense or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, but also to cancel like a debt, mm. like to forgive a debt. And the thing, you know, the thing to me, the, the, the forgiveness that I struggled with probably the most was uh, forgiving myself. And, uh, you know, one of the things, um, one of the things that I think I struggle with on that was even recognizing that there was a need to forgive myself, that that was even a thing that, that could happen. And uh, so I, you know, uh, there's a, there's a particular story where, where I think a lot of this started for me, but, but it really started before that. Like so many things start so far back, so deep in like your childhood or whatever. And a lot of times it's not even necessarily something huge. I mean, like you, it'd be great. It sounds good when you can tell the story that, oh, you know, I was, I was abused or, you know, somebody did this thing to me, but, but it's not always that. It, sometimes it's just small things, but for whatever reason, I don't know how or when exactly, but I just never, it just never occurred to me that I needed to forgive myself for the things that I failed to do. Or, or did wrong or whatever and so I would I would try to do right I tried to do what I thought was right or what I was told was right and I naturally expected that the outcomes would follow from that right that, uh, and so you know naturally I failed sometimes but but as often as not I would try to do these right things and then reality would fail to live up to the expectation, like, you know, even though I was doing the right thing, the, those outcomes were not following. Mm -hmm. And between my own failures and between the failures of things to, I guess, maybe live up to my expectations, thinking, you know, kind of, kind of like you said before that I was expecting the game to reward me playing somebody else's game. Mm -hmm. But, and then of course, <clears throat> you know, 
there's so many ways that you can fail doing that. But I fell into this, I fell into this cycle, almost like, almost like a codependent cycle with myself. I don't know if you've ever seen the, uh, the drama triangle. Mm-mm. Um, the drama triangle is this, is this thing about, about relationships where there's, there's always, there's different roles that people play. Right. Maybe like you may play the, you may play the victim, which is the person who's, you know, oh, everything is, everything is my fault. Everything is attacking me. You know, everything is against me. And then there's the person who plays the role of the rescuer. The rescuer comes in and says, oh, I'll, I'll help you with this. And then there's the persecutor role who's, who says, this is, this is all your fault. You're, you're making, you're making me, you're making me fail or whatever. And, and those roles change. They rotate through like the victim will become the rescuer or become the persecutor and they rotate through and that, that perpetuates that, that codependent cycle. And I was sort of having something sort of like that just in, in, in my own self where I would have this, this failure and feel like that was a victim. Then I would get on myself, you know, like, like, man, you're so stupid. <laughs> and then I'll turn it around and be like, okay, I got to pull myself up. Mm-hmm. But that, but you can't do that by yourself. Like that's, it, it never works. Yeah. But I was, you know, I would get, I just kept this, kept this, this going. I would go from this, I would go from this. I'm going to do right. I'm going to, I'm going to get right. I'm going to do everything right. And then fail something could even be something trivial, but it would trigger this sort of self-destructive cycle spiral and, and just keep, keep rolling through that. And so, you know, at, at one point, uh, you know, I had started, I had started college, uh, you know, it's not like we had tons of money. So I was depending on some scholarships and things and uh, wasn't quite making the grades uh, that I, that I thought I needed to for that. I, I could have looking back on it now, I know what I, I could have done some things different and, and probably been fine, but, but I was thinking, you know, uh, well, all right, what am I going to do here? So I thought, like a lot of kids back in those in that part of time, I thought I'm gonna join the Navy. I'm gonna be a Navy SEAL. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so I may be the, I may be the only podcaster who was in the Navy who wasn't a Navy SEAL. I think <laughs> I think that's a pretty popular thing to be, but but that was that was not me. Uh, I joined, got in. I thought, man, I'm 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 strong. I'm tough. I'm young. I'm I'm tough. I'm in pretty good shape. I should be able to do this. Uh, and I got there and found out real quick that I was not strong. <laughs> I was not tough. Uh, and I was definitely not ready uh, to do that. And it was, uh, that was, that was probably, that was probably the, you know, it wasn't the first time, but that was probably the hardest time that I just ran head first into the wall of my own limitations. Mm. And, uh, and most of that, most of that was not physical. Most of that was very much uh, being mentally and emotionally prepared. And, um, you know, the, the one thing that I, that I can look, looking back on it, that I can tell you about that kind of, that kind of training is that you, you better be prepared to not live up to your own expectations. Yeah. Uh, and be ready to, forgive yourself and, and for that and move and move past it because because yeah. it's going to happen and so you know that that was that was the not the you know, not the beginning of the end but that was that was a bad time for me 
and because I was in this, I was in this cycle of, you know, self-destructiveness to, and, and rebuild and self-destruct and rebuild, you know, I just internalized that and tried to, you know, I did, I just didn't deal with it at all. And, and kept on, kept on rolling through with life. I mean, I did, I done, have done some pretty cool things during that time, but, but just never dealt with the fact that, that all these, all these little failures and, and little, you know, th- just little stupid things that you do wrong or, you know, make, you make stupid mistakes or, you know, you get, you get mad at your wife and, and say something you shouldn't or whatever that, uh, to build up and build up and build up. And because I'm in this self-destructive cycle, that means that I keep doing like the higher, the higher I try to get, the lower the, the, the downside becomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you know, fast forward over several years and several cycles and stuff picked up, pick, you know, wife number one is now ex-wife number one. And, uh, you know, ex-wife number two. And, uh, you know, and, and she's, she's got her problems too. Uh, I think she would even probably admit that maybe just not to me, but, uh, but uh, we had some, you know, things just, things went off the rails and, um, you know, I was doing some things I probably shouldn't have been doing. She was doing some things she probably shouldn't have been doing. And uh, I, I reached a point where I could not, uh, couldn't live with myself anymore. I knew I was doing, knew, I knew, I knew what I was doing was wrong and I knew that there was no exit. Like I was in this game that, that, that there was no there was no path forward that didn't lead to more pain and suffering for everybody, and uh, you know uh, honestly sat on sat on the front porch of the the little house that, that we had and because she was gone she took the kids left and I sat out there on that front porch uh, with a gun I wasn't planning on shooting myself but I was but I was you know I'm sitting there thinking you know like just not sure what I'm going to do. And, uh, I had, I had been recommended to this guy for, uh, marriage counseling. And, uh, so I, I called him up and I said, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to be marriage counseling, but I would like to come talk to you. And so, so he agreed, he agreed to, uh, to see me and, uh, was, pretty, pretty quick about it. That first time, you know, was, you know, I think he recognized that there was a crisis going on and, uh, you know, I, I expected that to be different than it was. Uh, I'd never really been to counseling before. And I, I thought, I don't know what I thought it was going to be like, but it wasn't, it wasn't that. And, uh, I also kind of expected there to be some, some quick, uh, you know, like you said, I was expecting him to be the, the guy who comes in and gives me some advice. You need to do this. You need to do this. And you need to do this. And you need to do it right now. And uh, that that's not what it was. It was more of a, you know, so tell me what's going on. What do you think about that? Why do you think you do that? And uh, making, making me take a close look at things that I was doing and why I was doing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, somewhere in that process, uh, he was able to get me to see that I needed to give myself permission to forgive myself for some things. I like that. Keep and, going. I like that. Keep going. <laughs> so, 
you know that that's the the thing is that that's tremendous amount of freedom that you give yourself when when you can when you can forgive yourself uh you know i i'm not i'm not the strongest i forgive you i'm not the first i forgive you not not the smartest i forgive you i'm not the best uh i forgive you and 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 the thing is like you would think like this sounds like it would be a perfect recipe for like being being a guy that's just lazy on the couch, right? Like, <laughs> which you could say I'm, I'm lazy. I forgive you, but but that's not what happened. What happened was, and, and I have seen this since with with other people. What happens when you forgive yourself is when you learn to forgive yourself is that that massive weight of guilt and shame that you've been carrying around for however long when you give yourself permission to put that load down you find that you've got strength and motivation to keep striving to be all those things that you that you couldn't be before and 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 you can be okay with reprioritizing those things so sometimes you don't need to be the smartest all the time you don't need to be the strongest all the time yeah uh but you, but that uh, you can but you can still work towards you know being being a better person and uh those you know those those things that you do like that will will be like ghosts they talk about skeletons in the closet uh but those things like that can be can be ghosts that, that just follow you around and 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 haunt you every day and there's really only one thing you can do to, to exercise that ghost, to get rid of it. Uh, and that's to just accept the fact that it's there and, and let it, and let it go. I mean, that doesn't mean you don't try to make amends. That doesn't mean you don't, don't make restitution when you can, but until you can, until you can accept the fact that, that, yeah, uh, I screwed up and, and put that weight down, then, uh, you know, you're, you're never going to be able to really get past it, no matter whether anybody else forgives you or not. And uh, that's, I mean, that's powerful stuff to me. You dang all right is powerful. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here just like, <laughs> yes, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and you're absolutely right. The thing... You said so many gems. I'm going to pick up on one that I wrote down. It's a weight. Yeah. And the key thing that you said was it's the little things that you don't forgive yourself for. Those little things can add up to like a great weight. And it weighs down on you, not just mentally, yeah. but emotionally. And that could affect you physically. And the thing is, once you're able to right. forgive yourself and let that go, so much freedom, so much yeah. relief is released from right. it. So, well, have you, yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen one of those weight vests, right? Like the, yes. the weight vests people use to exercise? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever looked at the weights that they put in there? No. So a lot of those, a lot of times those, not all of them, but a lot of those weight vests have have little pockets around them, right? Right. Little small pockets, like, like you know, about, about half the, you know, about the length of your finger, you know maybe the width of your hand and they have a little weight that goes in there 
and you pull that one little weight out and anybody, a child can hold it in their hand. It's not heavy. That one weight is not a thing. But when you put one in and then you put another one in and then you put mm-hmm. another one in and you put another one in and after a while, it's so overwhelming that it just, it, it just drags you down. I love that. Meta- I love that metaphor. I love that analogy because that's so true. You know, it's, oh, that's so true. Cause I never thought about it that way. I've, I've seen them, but I've never seen like the little weights that go in there. Yeah. Well, and some of them are even sandbags, right? Which is even worse. Cause oh my I mean, how, gosh. How small I... is a grain of sand? But by the time you accumulate a lifetime of, of that stuff. And I've had to carry sandbags to help right. like weigh some things down. Right. I don't wish that on anybody to carry those sandbags, (laughs) but it's that that's powerful. That's so true. It's so, Oh, that's so true. And here's okay. So I I told, I told you this is your show. So feel free to take back. No, keep going, keep going. (laughs) But, uh, but I've, you know, I've been, I've been talking to people and and learning so much uh, over the, over the years, but I guess paying attention to things differently recently and realizing that there are people in various situations for various reasons that start that, you know, that come out, come out of their, come out of their baby crib with sandbags that other people have applied to them. Hmm. because of their because because they're born female because they're born into certain family because they're born black because they're born latino because they're born in the south yeah because they're because they're born in the bronx whatever what because they're born poor and they're sandbags that, that they get they get stuck with and like you know it's easy it's easy for people to say well you know you just that's that's not you just shake that off and, and move on but what I what I, what I've ha- had to realize, and what people have been telling me and explaining to me very patiently in some cases, that what that feels like is the same exact feeling of guilt and shame, even though you didn't, you personally didn't do anything to deserve that. You still have are carrying that weight of guilt and shame. And the same exact process of putting that load off and forgiving yourself for being, you shouldn't have to, but that's how you get rid of that load. And one, and same thing, once you get rid of that load, the power and strength that you have to change your life and change other people's lives is multiplied way beyond the weight that you put off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I'm going to, I'm going to speak for me when I had to forgive myself of the opportunities I had, but passed on because I was just like, I'm not worthy of that. I'm not going to lie to you. I did. Mm -hmm. And when I was able to forgive myself, I just felt so much freedom from that. It was like someone's the weight was lifted off. Right. 
And I was able to move freely and just, you know, continue to do things that, you know, when the opportunity came, I was able to do it. So it's not just right. weight lifted off. You learn from it. You learn better from that. Yeah. So, so really quickly, you said you served the Navy. So first, thank you for your service. Really, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. My, um, and so really quickly with the, I remember you said that there was some self self when you did some self destructing. Like, what was going through your mind during that during that you know self destruct process? Well, it definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't uh, anything like, um, man. If I do this terrible thing, it's going to improve the situation. Right. It was definitely not that. Right. Um, and I, I think sometimes people looking in from the outside think, well. I, why did you think that was going to help? Like, that's not, that's not what you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things that goes through your mind when you're in that downswing cycle is you think I deserve this. Mm. So you, you've, you probably, you may have heard the story from the Bible about the prodigal son. Yes. So he's, he's, he's this young man who has a wealthy, wealthy parent and he goes to his father and he says, Hey dad, uh, I, I deserve this inheritance. It's, it's mine. I deserve it. Yeah. And so he, he, the dad gives him his inheritance. He goes to this other place and he starts spending his money like all young men do on, on, you know, fancy cars and, and, uh, you know, betting on the ponies and hooking yeah. up with the ladies and yeah. drinking and eating and right. And, yeah. and all that time he's saying, I deserve this. Look, I, hey, I got the money. I, I'm the, I'm the guy, I'm the man. I deserve this. But then when the money runs out, the women's gone, the food's gone, the friends are gone and he's got nowhere to go. And he finds himself in a bad situation, wishing he could eat the eat the pig slop. And at one point, he looks at himself and says, "Man, I deserve this." Mm. And the the powerful the the part the part of that story. This is not this is a different kind of forgiveness. But eventually, that son goes back to the father and he says, "I don't deserve." be your son and i don't deserve to be a servant on your on your place here but but i beg you to to let me be a a servant yes and the father says i forgive you and because i forgive you you do deserve to be my son And the father just hugged his son like it, like he yep. hugged his son and they, he threw a party for him. Right, right. Yeah, you know I mean, and golly. That's craziness. Craziness. But and and he, you know, and the thing about that to me is the father didn't the father didn't throw a party because he knew that his son was never going to make any more mistakes. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't welcome him back because he knew that this kid who's already made a bunch of mistakes is going to be perfect from now on. Mm-hmm. He welcomed him back because 
the father had that love for the son that he knew that's what he needed. Yeah. Yeah. He had right. every right to say, you know, to go back out there and slop the pigs. Yeah. But because because he because he loved and cared about his his son, he said, "No, you're 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 forgiven." Yeah. I still love that story, even though I know the story. I still love hearing it, and I love yeah. the parable. And right. there are times I'll be blunt. I'll speak from that. There are times where I was like, "Yeah, I I, I deserve that." Yeah. I deserve that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I did this, so you know, I get it. And that's something even I struggle with is forgiving myself at times. You know what I mean? Because there's a old saying which I hate. It said, if you knew better, you do better. And there are times, even though you know better, you still <laughs> don't do better, whether it be intentional right. or unintentional. Right. Intentional. So that really helps forgive yourself with that. Um when you forgave yourself, what were the biggest things that you took away from that? Or like, what did you learn from when you forgave yourself? Well, I, you know, I think the first thing, and I, one of the things I think sometimes we do a disservice to people that, that are going through stuff uh, is that, that it's a process. It does yeah. not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a big, it's, you know, those like science movies where they flip that big switch and like everything's, it's not like that at all. Yeah. I mean, it feels like that at first, but, but the reality is that it's a lot, it's a lot of little things that, that have to happen over and over again and, and building a, building a cycle of forgiveness and recovery versus a cycle of failure and self self-destruction is a long it takes takes just as long as as uh as it took you to get there yeah. but but it's a lot more rewarding of a process um and uh you know this is actually i i didn't actually hear this for myself but uh, my my current wife my new wife uh she's a wonderful lady had introduced me to the idea of uh it's progress not perfection yes oh my gosh please please keep going keep going <clears throat> <laughs> well i mean just you know uh because she's she's been through some stuff too and and um that idea that just because you have turned this corner everything's not going to be perfect you know just because you have have you know given up some some lifestyle that, that was giving you problems uh whatever that might be um doesn't mean that everything's going to be magically okay now you're you're going to have to you're going to have to keep going through some of that stuff and building on that that process like i say just 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 as much time as it took you to be self-destructive and get yourself into that hole it's going to take you just that much time to keep building out of that hole. But to me, just me personally, the, the big lesson to learn was that you, you cannot, you should not, and you don't have to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. 
there's other people who there's other people who will love you despite your your failures as there are other people who have probably already forgiven you and want to see you do well yeah and there's people who are there to to help be your strength and help be your you know help keep you be your uh you know like i like i like to talk about guardrails you know like they put guardrails on the road to keep yeah they don't put look when the road is nice and straight and safe and flat they don't have no guardrails on that road Mm -hmm. on that road where there's where it's a bridge or there's a steep turn or, or something like that. Yeah. Guardrails up because that's where it's dangerous. And, you know, there's people out there who will be, who will be your, your, your guardrails, who will be your, your bumpers, who will be your coach, you know, whatever it is to help say, look, Hey, uh, might want to, might want to want to not go that way your safety line pull you pull you back from from doing something you shouldn't and uh those people are out there and uh you know family and friends and relation relationships that you have and uh, that's that's extremely valuable and um not only you know that's something that you should should cultivate and at, at, at a when the time comes, be prepared to reciprocate. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Community is important because yeah. nine times out of ten, you're not you're not the only one going through that thing that you're going through. Yeah, absolutely. And even though someone's situation may be different, the principle is still the same. Right. You know, what I mean, you may not be able to, for example, forgive your dad because you're having issues but you but there's someone who's had issues who had to forgive someone who was close to them right or forgiving themselves so honestly community is very important highly highly important i definitely want to stress that you also said and that was very key when you went to counseling it says in proverbs um 11 14 where there is no counsel the people fall but in the multiple multitude of counselors there is safety so when you went to go to counseling how beneficial was that for you it, it was it was tremendously beneficial uh once i once i got uh once i got once i got honest mm-hmm. with which once I got honest with the counselor, which required me getting honest with myself, then it became tremendously beneficial and like was able to, cause you built, you know, it's not that, it's not that you don't go to a counselor because they've got all the answers mm-hmm. cause they don't, they're just, they're just human beings just like everybody else what they can help you do, what their training helps them do is they help, helps them tear down illusions, walls and illusions. Because everybody, especially everybody who's going through this, these little, you know, destructive cycles that we get in, you start building up these layers of walls and masks and illusions. Yeah. You put on, this, you, put on you know, you put on this mask and cover up, cover up an injury or you cover up something that you think is ugly or you cover up something that you think is weak and you keep putting, you keep putting these things on 
but none of them are perfect. And so every time you add more mask, every time you add more, you know, this, this false armor, you're adding another weak spot. You see another crack up here. Yeah. So you put something else on over that. And what the, you know, what, what a good trained counselor can do is help you, help you tear through some of those illusions and pull off some of those masks and find where the real you underneath that is. Yeah. And that's scary because that's vulnerable. Yeah. Like that part of you is, is the part that, that you fear is going to be weak and tender. Just like, you know, just like there's parts of your body that you always want to cover up, mm-hmm. you know, especially like if you ever in a fight or even, even if you're just in a, even if you're just in a hard conversation, you find yourself like, you know, like crossing your legs and, and yeah. crossing your arms. And yes. You, start, you want to cover up those vulnerable spots. Right. But, but, but that's where your that's the thing is, that's where your strength comes from. Yeah. And, and that, that when you're, when you are willing to open that up, you know, to a counselor, to a family member or whatever, again, that's that strength. You find that that strength is multiplied way beyond the, the, the weight of whatever you had to take off to get to that point. Mm. When I first realized that vulnerability was a strength, it changed, it changed my whole mindset, changed my whole, changed the whole game. It really did because I come from a family that's basically says that's nobody's business. (laughs) That's nobody's business. They don't even know that. That's none of their business. Yeah. I mean, but there are times where even though, okay, it's our business, but it could help somebody. Yeah. You never know. Now, I'm not saying give people your social security number. (laughs) What I'm saying is when you are going, when you've gone through a struggle or at times you are going through a struggle, you know, talking to somebody helps because you never know what you're going through. They're going through as well. So you have someone to walk with you right? or someone who has overcome that and you can learn from them or someone isn't where you are but they're heading toward that. And now you have pointed them away from the struggle you're going through. You know what I mean? And it says, you know, it's better to give than receive and giving of yourself of that vulnerability. You just help somebody. You just bless somebody. So that's something I definitely, when I did this podcast, I was vulnerable. I said, well, here I am. Take me as I am. This has got to be one of the most vulnerable <laughs> podcasts to be, to be the, like you got, you, you are really, you really have put yourself out there with yeah. that. I mean, uh, but it's, but it's, it's awesome. And I, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I just, this, that's, it just, it's a, it's cathartic to even just be talking about it today and, and think that maybe somebody will be, Maybe somebody will be helped by this. Yeah. Maybe not, but. I honestly, like, let me say this. There are people who struggle with forgiving themselves, including myself. Right. And your story will definitely help. You know what I mean? It could help. Honestly, you'd be surprised. It will help. You could help one person. It could help 20. But the main, we could help more than that. But then trust me, 
what you may think is insignificant or you think doesn't won't help somebody, it will. Like, I'll yeah. be honest, I didn't think this podcast was going to do anything. I thought only eight people were going to listen <laughs> to it. And two of them were my parents. And right. now, <laughs> you know, seeing, you know, where it is now, you know, I'm definitely thanking God. This, like, your story will help someone. Your yeah. story is going to help someone. And this, you're being vulnerable. So your story will help somebody. Yeah. Let me, let me share one more thing with you. Sure. That just has very recently, like it's, it happened over the course of years, but, but it, it just clicked with me like just very, very recently, uh, just in the past few days, even that, that my, my grandmother, uh, my grandmother died uh, a few years ago. I already hear that. And she, was a, she was a wonderful, wonderful lady. Uh, loved everybody. Loved to take care of. You know, she had a. She only had my mom was her only child, but she had, she had more kids <laughs> than, than, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, but what I, uh, a side of her that I didn't registered didn't click with me until just very recently that i would you know you wouldn't you wouldn't see it laid bare most of the time but uh, there was some there was some stuff going on with my with my daughter uh who's, who's doing great now but uh she was trying to she was trying to do some things and my grandmother said people like us can't do stuff like that mm. It was, you know, it wasn't like a grand pronouncement. It was just, you know, something that was in the middle of a conversation. But obviously, it stuck with me. Right. It was in my head. Right. And kicking around in there. And I was listening. I was listening to a podcast. And uh, and and uh, the the you know the host said some was talking about that, that sometimes people say things like people like us aren't able to do things like that. People like us are not like those people who succeed yeah and that just the way the way that it was phrased triggered that to come back up into my mind and realize right. how much of like my mom's life and, and my dad's life because he really didn't have much in the way of parents and and how you know how much in my life and, and my brother and sister's life ha- was dominated by that that thought that people like us can't do those kinds of things. People like us are not able to make it in that kind of a world. And, you know, that's wrong. Like, I love my grandmother <laughs> very much, but she was wrong about that. Yeah. People like us are the people who make things happen. People yeah. like me and people like Dwayne are the people who have the creative ability and the, and the power to do amazing things. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's not a story about forgiving my grandmother, but, for, you know, forgiving myself for, for that feeling of unworthiness that I grew up with. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that. Thank you for saying that because that's common. A lot of times we'd be like, Oh, that's what they do. We don't do nothing like that. Right. That's right. common. And did what I got from that is that's you're breaking a generational curse. You broke that. 
at yeah. first you said we didn't do that but i'm doing that it ends with me i have right. the ability i got this i can do it right and if, when it starts with me it's going to continue forward so right. thank you for that thank you for that i want to say thank you for coming on this podcast man just thank you for coming on and just you know blessing us with your story just thank you for that i appreciate it um so the floor is yours i want i want you to tell people how they can contact you the projects you have social media just this is your chance to promote yourself so just tell the people everything <laughs> you want everything about you well i i would i would say that you know i'm a, i'm pretty easy to find on on social media i'm either i'm either the jonas on uh on facebook and, and that kind of stuff or um Jonas Bull, but with the L's replaced by ones on, uh, on like, uh, Instagram and, uh, and LinkedIn. But, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty, like I said, I'm pretty easy to find on, on any of those. Uh, if it, uh, if you find a Jonas Bull that uh, doesn't say something about being uh, a polymath and a terrible guitar player, that's not me. all right and, uh, and check out those you know check out those podcasts i mean uh noonish noonish is not about me it's about it's it's about uh some pretty amazing guests uh that we that we get on there and and talking about how badly the dallas cowboys are gonna do and how great the the uh how great the the sooners are gonna do <laughs> uh, but uh but education is painful that's that's uh that's my other podcast. It's it's new. It's a completely different format from from Noonish, and uh, you know, talk about talk to talk to some pretty incredible people about just some off the wall crazy stuff that uh, that they have learned over the years. All right, I want to put all that. Of course, tour strategic. If you want to pay me for my <laughs> for my wisdom. <laughs> All right. And what I'm going to do is if y'all didn't catch that and put that in the show notes that y'all can connect with Jonas, I want you all to connect with him. Um, again, Jonas, just thank you for coming on, being a guest, telling your story. I appreciate it. I really do, man. Man, thanks for having me. It's, this has been great. That was another great interview. Oh, my gosh. That was another great one. It's like he said, you don't have to be the smartest or the strongest to forgive. That was powerful. I'm going to keep that with me. Jonas, I want to thank you, honestly, for coming on to the show and just being open and transparent with your story. I appreciate that. Again, for all new and existing listeners, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps the podcast get more reach. We appreciate you. I know that there are times where we don't have the strength to forgive those who have hurt us to do what it takes in this episode, and more. We can only do these things with the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins to be forgiven in the past, present, and future. And he rose from the grave to give us eternal life, a relationship with God himself, power over sin, and power over the enemy. If you want Jesus Christ in your life, just pray this. Dear Lord, thank you for dying for my sins, and my wrongdoings in the past, present, and future. I confess and believe that you died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose again. I give my life to you, Lord. Please come to my heart. 
I make you my Lord and Savior. If you pray that prayer, I want to say welcome to the family. This is the best decision you could ever make in your life. Now that you've made this decision, get in a good Bible teaching church who preaches the gospel and message of Jesus Christ. You can look on Google, social media, and ask family and friends for recommendations. Also, there may have been some things said in this episode that may have triggered some bad memories and bad feelings. If this is the case, please seek a licensed therapist to talk them out. You can go through your healthcare provider, Google, or ask family and friends who receive therapy for recommendations. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. If you like this podcast, please share this with other people. You never know what they're going through, and the episode you just listened to may help them. I also wanted to let you know the Power Forgiveness is on Instagram. That link is in the show notes. You can also leave me a voice message on Anchor. I would love to hear from you. Imagine what it would be like to no longer hold anger in your heart and forgive the people who have hurt you. Imagine finding the career that you were meant to have. Well, that's what coaching can do for you. At Breakthrough Coaching, we connect with people who want to break through the wall that keeps them from forgiving someone that has hurt them and finding the career they have always dreamed of. If you or anyone you know wants to break through the wall that is stopping you from these goals, schedule a session with us. That link is in the show notes below. We would love to help and see you thrive and achieve the goals that you have. I want you all to have an amazing week. And remember that forgiveness is not letting what that person or people said or did to you affect you, your spirit, your future, or where you're going in life. And that's not an excuse for or enabling someone's behavior, but not letting what that person or people did hold you back or keep you from being or grabbing all that God wants you to be or has for you. Have a good one.